10 minutes remaining. Hey everyone, welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Friday, October 29th, 2021. It is the last weekend of October, everyone. I know, it happened all of a sudden. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. Allison, that means it's two months to 2022. Yeah, it's insane to me because I watched uh, The Purge the other night. Of course you did. And it said at the beginning, it was like, the year is 2022. You know, the government has blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's like next year. But you guys created this movie in a time where you were like, yeah, this is in the future. I know. We're getting up to science fiction future. It's not good. It's not good. All right. Well, you can also hear our voices on our other (laughs) podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. And over there, we do imagine the future sometimes. Sometimes we even imagine it 200 years in the future and try to create a 10K day out of that. That's what (laughs) Allison Burns did. But this is the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And we're talking about G Adventures this week. They plan small group tours on every single continent. So if you like to travel, this is the planning service for you. Their G stands for good. They are committed to animal welfare, child welfare, and respect for local communities and their people. So check them out. Start traveling again at 10kdollarday.com slash G, that's the letter, adventures to learn more. Okay, we are going to touch on some COVID stuff at the beginning because okay. that's what that's what we started this for. I remember? mean, it's how the podcast was born back so. in the day. I mean, it's very exciting that COVID is no longer like on the front page of the news sites. Yes, agreed. We, we don't have those countdowns anymore. I don't see that's a right. map of the United States you know, Mm -hmm. with like red and yellow and orange. However, uh, there are still some things to just think about. First of all, I made my booster appointment. Oh, you did. Super easy. I I actually have to thank my friend Stephen. I was on the phone with him yesterday and he was like, hold on, I'm making my booster appointment. And I was like, wait, let me see if I can make my booster appointment. And within, I want to say, three minutes, I had an appointment at Publix on Monday to go get my booster and flu. That's so cool. So wait, what did you need to do that? Can you talk me through the process? I am a little worried they'll turn me away because I didn't need anything. Oh, wait, you didn't even have to like, there's no like... No, there was upload your card or no. But here's the thing. I registered through Publix, which is our grocery store down here in the south. And it was very easy. I had like five questions. My friend Stephen was on the phone at the same time doing it on the CVS site. And he had many more questions. They were asking him to upload basically like a, he had to fill out basically like a health form. Like you would fill out at a doctor's office. You know, do you have a history yeah. of this? Do you have a history of that? Mine did not ask me any of that. It just asked, do I have a prior Pfizer vaccination? Right. I said, yes. I'll have to show the card, of course, when I show yeah. up. And uh, so far, so good. <laughs> I mean, I guess though, I, I mean, Publix is probably thinking like, why would someone just want the booster, right? Like, yeah, I, I think I think no one will turn me down. My sister is getting hers on Monday as well. She's even younger than me. I have a faculty ID that I can use, which is actually mm-hmm. what I used before. And, um, you know, I, I've been thinking about it a lot because I go from project to project to project. Right. So I'm the one that will You're spread the, it yeah. from well, show to show. Sure, sure. I see how you can think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, and I got really nervous when I was in North Carolina. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, but we were a bubble and we were protected and we were, you know, testing three times a week. But then once we started to do the show, I saw all the local people giving all their friends their hugs and they would just post them on Instagram. And I'd be like, oh, I'm doing a scene with you without masks on. And now I don't know how to protect myself from that. So that has been the one situation that I realized I did not have any protection was on stage. Right. So and you can't really control that environment. Right. So not while you're doing a show that has half local, half brought in. If everybody's brought in, they could absolutely tell us you are a bubble. You cannot sure. go anywhere. But if you live in town, no one's going to tell right. you, you that. You have a family and you have kids. You family. And, yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of those people have second jobs. So they oh, are right. around a lot Five of people. And it's remaining. just a, it's just a thought that goes through my head. I think sure. those people should be in the show. I think they should have their second jobs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just uh, it's just something that that third vaccine will make me feel so much yeah. better about because I have to work in spaces where there are people. Right. No, I completely understand. Yeah, I know you do. So you do. You do. do you know, is I haven't done a ton of research about the booster shot. Is there side effects just like with the original shots? Well, don't worry. I asked my friend Stephen to give me a full captain's log and he oh, did. Good. So this morning he called me and he gave me a very, um, a very specific, like I was like, tell me how you feel. And he literally uh-huh. was like, when I activate my middle delt. And I was like, what's a oh, delt? Wait, ex- what is that? Exactly. I don't like I have to Google all these muscles you're talking about. I asked the, I asked someone very uh, above and beyond. Thank you. Yeah. But basically, he was saying he got the flu in one. He got the booster in another. The booster, he said, is very sore. It feels like someone punched him in the arm, which okay. I, I think is is expected. Sure. And he said he has no side effects from the flu. So. Okay. So far, so good. I think he's also a Pfizer, but I don't remember. And uh, I will report on Monday. All right. There it yeah. goes. Okay. So speaking of uh, things that make me nervous at work, I am going to talk about the Alec Baldwin story. Okay. Uh, see, I did it. I'm calling it the Alec Baldwin story. It is not. It is the Helena Hutchins story. I apologize. However... um. I'm really sad that this happened on the set because it wasn't just a female director of photography. It's a female armorer and a female prop master. Right. Yes. And so I just, it just breaks my heart that this tragedy happened. The film's armorer, armorer, by the way, who is in charge of all of the weapons is 24. Right. But she is the daughter mm-hmm. of a person who has been doing like basically film armoring forever in yes. the film industry. Yeah. He is very well known. Yeah. Right. The prop master is also a, a female. She, you know, they, if you can find this, these articles where they literally tell you exactly who held what, and mm-hmm. they can also identify who just admitted that they didn't do their job correctly. Right. So, so far it's an assistant director on the film. He said he should have inspected each round in each chamber. And he said he did not. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deal. We're still not sure why live ammunition was on the set at all, uh, because several people have come forward saying that you don't need it on set, even to make it realistic. And we have actually seen some television shows um, ban 
live ammunition and ban live rounds from their sets. So Which AB, I think is smart. Of course. Like, cause honestly, like I am one of those people that's like, do you need Two the minutes remaining? Round? I don't, I don't, I also don't understand guns enough cause I, I've never right. fired one. So I right. don't I haven't either. know what the difference is, but ABC's the rookie has banned live weapons from its set following the shooting. Um, it is effective immediately and they now say that all gunfire on set will be airsoft guns with CG muscle flashes added in post. That's great, which it should be. I mean, we have come so far with CGI. I mean, we are literally creating like other worlds and it's insane that we even feel the need to still have any sort of actual weapon uh, in any actor's hands. I you agree. Know? I agree. I, and I'm one of those people. Are you one of these people where if you're in a fight scene or a physical altercation scene, like I want them to push me for real? Sure. Yeah. Because, you know, like I, I understand the authenticity of yes. violence and the authenticity of tension. You know yeah, what I mean? It gets your blood boiling. You know, the the emotion that's connected to physicality is really strong. So, yeah, yes, absolutely. Abs- for sure. I I don't. I have not yet made the connection with needing a prop that is actually lethal. No, no. Ever. Because I mean, okay, I'll tell you. If I knew that there was a chance there was a live round in one of those guns, yeah, it would change my acting. Thirty seconds remaining. That was the most epic thirty seconds remaining that has ever. <laughs> right, but that's ho- terrible. Is what I'm saying. Like, there's no need for that. There's no need for you to be terrified for your life. No, there's on absolutely a set. there's no like there's no need. Uh, you know yeah. that story of um, it's terrible, and I love Steven Spielberg. But when he told Drew Barrymore when she was little that her dog died to get her to Ten. cry yes. on the set of ET, Nine. not appropriate, yeah. not Four. okay, not okay. Six, there's that other five, one too where that like four, director chokes three, that girl. Two, what? What? Wait. One. What? 